Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Subden, a Detroit Lions fan podcast. We are here with podcast number 16, a week 10 Lions versus Steeler game recap. But prior to getting to that game, uh, we were supposed to be here a couple weeks ago to recap the Lions versus Eagles game where the Lions got absolutely mollywhopped 44 to um, six at a point in the game was 44 to zero. Um, so yeah, we were um, kind of disappointed. So something coalition, something, something. Right before we get to the uh, week 10, what do you guys uh, give a little quick uh, synopsis of, you know, your feelings on the week eight performance of the lines? Nothing to talk about. We don't, we, I don't even want to think about it. Keep well, it moving. Only thing, go ahead, Chris, go ahead. Nah, nah, I just said keep it moving. Go ahead. Yeah, the only thing I could figure is that um, Jared Goff, uh, he isn't working for Detroit no more. That dude throws more ducks than Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Affleck. sponsored by Affleck. Dude, <laughs> yeah. He's, he, the guy, is, he is so inconsistent. He has no confidence. His eyes look he, he, like he's just walking dead. Um, he, he backs up for a drop back pass and still can't can't make the pass in a gunshot or a shotgun, you know, and, and he's just horrible. Um, the Rams t- took our money and our lunch, so they gave us their trash, and that's what we got now, so we'll have to deal with it. <laughs> Basura. <laughs> trash. Carpentito, week eight. Man, like that Deepa be saying, Ariana Gande, whatever you think you next. That nigga sucks. Next. We need the yeah. next already. He throws the ball like the ball's always flat, bro. You ever try to throw a football when it's flat? <laughs> it doesn't happen. And that's 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 gone. Right. <laughs> we really suck that game. And like like Chris said, we we just move on next. <laughs> All right, so we'll go ahead and move on and recap this past Sunday's game where the Lions are coming off their bye week and they went into Pittsburgh to take the take on the Pittsburgh Steelers and they ended up with an overtime game, ended up in a tie, 16-16. to 16. The Lions are now 0-8-1. We have yet to receive our first victory or get our first victory on the season, but... We did not lose the game, so we will not be the first in 0 17 team of the NFL. So, uh, sub dead crew, what's the story of the game? Uh, Loso. <laughs> the story of the game is Jared Goff. He can't produce. He's working for that. He's working for Aflac right now. He's working for uh, Aflac. He's just uh, garbage. And. We all know Detroit played their games, their their ass off. Uh, the offense did, and you know we did all we can. I think the coach is giving them the benefit of the doubt because they they, they spent so much money and they just giving them all they can until one day Coach Campbell's gonna grab him by the neck and Mendito gonna put him in the in the same van with uh, Santoso. And send them away. Send them away. Yeah, 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 Santoso kicking ducks, kicking ducks, and Jared Goff throwing ducks. (laughs) (laughs) 
They brought, they're going to change our name to the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks of Detroit. Shit. Duck yeah. Brothers. Yeah, duck Brothers. <laughs> the Duck Brothers. See, oh, see you can throw the, the worst duck. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm you brought, and I'm glad you brought up Santoso. Santoso, although uh, Jared Goff played absolutely horrible, we were still in the game. And he, yeah, I mean, the critical part of the game where, you know, we could have, you know, just finished them is when. Uh, we all we had to do was kick the field goal to end it at the end, or not miss the extra point on the touchdown we scored. So our kicker Santoso um, that we just signed off the street because um, Cyber, our other kicker, had COVID, so he couldn't start. Um, you know, he, he he just you know absolutely shit the bed, and he, like Chris said, he was kicking ducks, and we could have been in a position where. We didn't have to kick the field goal at the end to win the game. We would have been up by one point, but whatever. Yeah, I, I so, kind of figured it out with Santoso. His pants size was one, two size small. <laughs> <laughs> or bro, he was one size too big. Bro, yeah. how, how did I How did I know? How did I know? I, I just said, bro, we're going to miss it. I, I just no, knew he, it. I just said, I said, bro, he's going to miss it. And and he didn't even, it, it wasn't even close. It was not even. It close. wasn't even <laughs> close, bro. And and the miss miss an extra point. Yeah, yeah. that too. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think what he did is just bag it, pack his stuff up, and just get in his current league. Didn't <laughs> even say that nobody. <laughs> All right, so um, let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about our offense and and how they performed, and you know the the offensive game plan. Now you got Dan Campbell, you know, calling the plays a little bit and. You know, with the weather, the Detroit Lions ran the ball a lot. Yeah. You know, they yeah. ended up running the ball 39 times for a total of 229 yards with two touchdowns. And the two touchdowns coming by backup running backs, um, Jamar, Jeff or Jamar Jefferson and then Godwin Igwubike, uh, both on long touchdowns, um, Jefferson on a 28-yard scamper, and then Eagle BK on a 42-yard uh, yeah. run to the end zone. Both backups are running tremendously. Dan Campbell was, like, all in on uh, on the run. I don't know if that was the weather or if he just doesn't trust golf anymore. Our best receiver, our tight end, uh, TJ Hawkins, it was only targeted one time. Um, so... I don't know. Subbed in. Subbed in. What you think on the offense? And the performance? I, I, I think that um, <clears throat> our offensive line showed up. I think okay. that, um, you know, with Decker back, um, it, yep. it allows Sewell to move over. Um, Sewell was doing a heck of a job. Um, I cannot wait till we get Frank Ragnow back. Um, he won't be back this year, but, um, you know, I, I can't wait till till next year. Because, um, you know, it, what we've seen uh, on Sunday by, by our, our running backs, um, m imagine when Ragnar was in there. You know, we have some dogs in the trenches. And if we can get, you know, even more help and more depth um, there, then, our, our, you know, our, our running backs are already, you know, carrying a lot of weight on their shoulders. Um, you know, see what we do, what we do next year. So I'm Excited about that um, and excited uh, to see, you know, Swift um, just running, you know, just just carrying the team on his back as well.
Yeah. Yeah, I see the offense did well. And begs to say that it, it's almost deflating. You know, how much harder are they going to play when, when they know that Jared Goff is mentally unstable? Uh, <laughs> and that he, instead of making mental mistakes, he makes a lot of physical mistakes. Um, <laughs> just being out there and then to cower and lay down, he does a little, little turn and then he just lays down rather than looking down the field. So he doesn't give the office a chance. They're playing their butts off. And then he, he I don't know. I think he's regressing every game. Um, he, he got the touch of the Santoso. And maybe there's something going on there. You know, dead ducks hang together. I don't know. <laughs> something, Tito. <laughs> Tito went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about uh, the individual efforts uh, of the, the the offense on on the line. So, Carson, like I mentioned, he only he, he, was, he was only targeted once. He had zero catches for zero yards. DeAndre Swift, um, he carried the load for the offense, rushing thirty three times for one hundred and thirty yards. Um, this was due to um. Jamal Williams not playing. Um, Jamar Jefferson getting hurt on his touchdown run. And then um, Godwin equal BK only rushing um, two times after that. So um, DeAndre Swift carried the load. He looked really good. He looked solid. Um, he looked like he could do that a lot. But I wouldn't want to see him doing that too much because I didn't want to, we don't want to burn this kid out. Um, yes, so Jamal Williams' um, presence and, and comeback is definitely needed. In the uh, rotation, as far as our receivers, uh, St. Brown was targeted the most, and he received the ball um, four times and, and went for 61 yards. Caveman Rayman also caught four balls, but just for 29 yards. So, yeah. um, I mean, the offense didn't really do much through the air. It was all over the ground. And, you know, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, they were vulnerable those last, the first three the first three quarters and then the fourth quarters, they, they kind of figure out what we were doing and then um, the Lions couldn't capitalize, you know, yeah. on the on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, you all want to just go ahead and move in on to the defense? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do that. Cause yeah, because yeah, all we're going to do is, is talk shit about, uh, about golf. Exactly. In the office, that's, that's all we're really gonna do. I mean, yeah. yeah let's not. Yeah, I mean, I, I will. I will point out. I will point out. Caveman, raveman, man. Um, he had a couple good good returns. He had a couple good returns and uh, a couple catches. So, um, good job yeah. by Caveman. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's doing he's his thing. A, he's been uh, uh, consistent. So yeah. he's, he's doing all right. Yeah. All right, so moving on to the defense. Um, Carpentito, what do you think? I mean, you know, we held them to 16 points. We held them to 16 points. We got pressure on the ball. We got turnovers. I mean, with a sloppy game like that, I think the defense really held us in the game, really, because oh, yeah. we did run the ball. You know, had those couple big plays, but 
But defensively, I mean, I, I like the pressure. I like the corners that were coming in because we were losing guys. We were getting young guys coming in there, and they were still making plays. Um, the play calling, like I said, was good because they were getting the pressure. Najee Harris did run the ball pretty good, but when it counted, we, we continued to stop him. So I like what I see on the defensive side. Um, I'd like to see a little more um, little more pressure, a little more blitzes and stuff. Um, but I think with, with, with the injuries we have at corner and, and – and uh, the team we went against, we had a really, went against a really good running back. They they did pretty damn good. Yeah. 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 I second that. What What about you, Chris? Well, I think that I, I agree with everything that Tito said. Um, but I, I do think that this was a game that um, our defense did, did stand out. You know. Um, I think we should have won this game yeah. um, at the end of the day, just, just because it, it's a game to where I think we were evenly matched. And I say that because um, the Steelers didn't have Roethlisberger. They didn't have, you know, two of their, two of their receivers. Um, and it's kind of like the Lions are playing without a quarterback. We, we, we ran it so much. Um, yeah. You know, our, our defense – kept us in the game my hat off to the defense they caused a bunch of turnovers and and they never they never uh you know they, they bend don't but don't break um so big up to to the defense um they really held us in the game um because our offense couldn't do too much yeah definitely um yeah the bryce Ross, julian Acora with the interception uh of the newly acquired cornerback gilbert with the forced fumble Right. In overtime, and then Will Harris with the forced fumble. So, I mean, we, we had the key turnovers to, to keep us in the game, and the defense did their thing. Just, you know, just, you know, the offense couldn't do what they needed to do. Um, so, let's move on to week number 11. While we are going back on the road and facing another uh, AS, AMC North um, team in the Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Browns are five and five, and they are coming off a week ten absolutely beating by the Patriots. So the Patriots whooped them up pretty good. Uh, so they're going to come back home, and they're going to be pretty mad. And so yeah. with with the with the whole gang of Baker, Chubb, Hunk, Landry, People Jones, and Austin Hooper, um, something. Let me know uh, what are our chances. What is, what what challenges do they bring, and how can we beat them? Something low, so you know, I, our chances are very low. I could, I already see it in my mind's eye that uh, Campbell isn't going to show up, and I don't think he's even going to be there. He's going to go. <laughs> Dak is a okay, coffin. He said, "Close it," because <laughs> on sixteen, it's coming down the pike. Oh, sixteen and one, and one, they're going to get smashed, dude. Because Cleveland's going to come in hot. You know, already from today till Sunday, Jared Goff and, and he's already thinking of how many moves he's going he's gonna to do before he goes down. You know, side to side, running the circle, lay down. The dude has no game in him, and I, I don't give Detroit a chance. I feel bad for Swift because I don't want him to get cracked. 
He's going to do like Tecmo Bowl when they, when they hit him. they be like popcorn, you know, when he's, when he's, when he's going through. But if they hit him, he's, he's, I'm afraid he's going to get hurt with those dogs up there. So, um, yeah, it's a slim, slim to none. Yeah. All right. It's All right. not going to work. Something, Tito. The Browns are actually picked to win by 10 points. So what do you think about that and, and, and just the overall game? And, and, I mean, what do you expect from the Lions? Right now, I expect they will lose by 10, probably okay. more. Um, the Browns run the ball really good. That's something that's going to be really tough on us. Um, I'd like to see golf not start. They're saying you know, he's hurt. I think without golf, we actually probably the offense changes that we can do something. I don't, it's going to be a lot of Swift getting screens and passes because I don't see Swift being able to run up through that middle with all them dogs, like I just said. Yeah. Cleveland. So it's, it, like I said, in order to get the ball to Swift and Hawkinson, you got to have somebody there to stand. And and I don't see golf being able to do that. They need to bring Blau in. If if that happens, and and I'm going to say right now, if that happens, the Lions have a chance to win the game. Yeah, I think, I think we we brought up Tim Boyle as well, so I think he, he yeah. might yeah. be a possibility. So, to, right. to so, my so I'm going to just reiterate that if there is a QB change, my opinion will change on the game. Right now, no, they will lose the game. If there is a QB change, I think we could probably compete with them. Still lose, but be like 21-24, something like that. Right. You said they'll cover pass, the spread. We'll cover the spread and be able to pass the ball to the running backs and pass the ball to Hawkinson and get K-Man, Rayman going and St. Brown. But golf can't do that. And with him, the way he falls down just for people looking at him, Cleveland rushes the quarterback. Oh, yeah. And they, they will fuck you up. It's going to be a nightmare. They Clowney, sacked, they, yeah, they sacked uh, Justin Fields eight times. Yeah, they, they they love that. They love that. So, good luck, Jesucristo, for hopefully <laughs> golf doesn't play. If he doesn't play, I'll even watch the game. That yeah, we much, go. You know what I mean? There we go. But I, I don't see us winning the game. Okay. No. Even with newly acquired Josh Reynolds receiver, he might be active for that game. So, still no chance. Okay, uh, no chance. he might he might be a, a nobody to throw him to unless he likes to catch a flat ball. Exactly, I would say <laughs> we got guys like they can kind of stretch the floor and field, but we need a quarterback to get him the ball. All yeah. right. So, Chris, what do you think? The Browns. I I think that um that. I don't, I don't, I don't honestly see uh, Jared Goff playing I, because after the game, you know, Goff was like that that he was all right, and now I'm hearing news that that um, you know, that he might not be able to go. Um, I think that they just it's just an excuse that they don't want him to go, but don't want him to look bad. Um, yeah. But I, I do, I do think that. Um, Josh Reynolds coming in is probably his his only chance at redeeming himself. Um, they do have chemistry together because uh, they play together with the Rams, and he may be used to catching them ducks. 
the, the Aflax. Um, maybe he could get something going with him. But other than that, man, if he can't, the, on, the only chance I see us winning a game is if they put Blau in. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry to say it, man. You know, I, I was one in the beginning of the season that I, that I had golf's back, you know, um, I I was probably the only one in this, in this group that was kind of rooting for him and saying, Hey, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have a lot of help, but, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's true. I was kind of, I was watching a, a, a podcast with, um, Joyke Bell is true what what he was saying, man. It's it's kind of like, you know, I, I don't want to say this, but it's it's kind of like what we see is like a, a guy that doesn't have any heart, you know. Um, Joyke Bell said it, um, and uh, it's it's just doesn't look like he wants it, you know. Like yeah. like they they sucked all the the will to win out of them when they kicked them out of the the Rams, and that's oh, just. That's really that's just a really honest observation. I know it's really shitty to say, but um, you know, I, I had his back during the beginning of the season and I just gotta be honest. Yeah, for sure. Definitely we, we definitely gotta start thinking about now just, you know, how Dan Campbell and, you know, Brad Holmes ended up just, you know, you know, go, going with golf and sticking with golf all through this. Um, you know, in interviews, Campbell is not, you know, he's not trying to throw golf under the bus, but you see it on the, on the sidelines when golf misses a play, it's just his face is just like unbelievable. But that's, they, they got to ride with the guy because, you know, Holmes got him in here and they, they owe him some money. So they're just going to ride with him. And at the end of the day, I mean, uh, Holmes, Holmes made the right decision. I mean, uh, uh, Stafford didn't want to go through a rebuild, um, and he got the best value that he could for Stafford at, at the end go. of the day. There we go. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to fantasy football. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, so we got the Cleveland Browns, and I got those uh, projections coming up. But we are going to start keeping track of our fantasy projections here with the Sun Podcast. So, um, going back to two weeks ago in week number eight, the Lions faced the Eagles and the Sun Coalition did their predictions on who they wanted on their team. So, Chris selected Golf, Swift, um, Devontae Smith, and TJ Hawkinson. I went with uh, Jalen Hurst, DeAndre Swift, uh, Devontae Smith, and TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson, so we had a switch up at quarterback there. And then Carlos went with Jalen Hurst, DeAndre Swift, Caveman, Man, and then Dallas Goddard. So after all the totals uh, were added up in a half-point PPR league in Yahoo, um, I came out the victor with 32.72 points. Kurt, um, Chris coming in second with 30.38. And then Loso rounding out the bunch at 27.02. So, we're going to go ahead and start keeping track from now until the end of the season. And then so the winner, I get a buy on that one? I get a buy? Oh, so that one is was just for fun. <laughs> that one was just for fun. So, we're going to start keeping track now. Uh, so, we're going to go ahead and, and, and pick from the bunch. 
of the Lions in the, you know, the Cleveland game. We got Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, uh, St. Brown, Khalif Raymond, Josh Reynolds, um, TJ Hawkinson. And then on the other side of the ball, we're going to have uh, Baker Mayfield, um, Trump, Hunt, Landry, Peoples-Jones, and Hooper available for us to put in our lineups. So let's go ahead and start off. And uh, uh, I guess I, I'll, I'll go with uh, Loso. Loso. Oh, no, let me. Loso, which, do you want to go first and pick your squad or you want to follow somebody? Do you have the list in front of you? Oh, he's on mute again. I can't hear you. Yeah, you hear me now? Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, I was covering my, my phone, my, my fat fingers. Yeah. Um, well, at quarterback, you, you're either going golf or you're going Baker. And they both suck. I go Baker for sure. Baker, Landry. Baker, Landry. And from our running tight. back. Running back huh? and a tight end. Running back Swift and my tight end. Tight end would be uh, – I'm going to give Hawkinson the benefit of doubt if we get another quarterback. So, I'm going uh, he, he, he's due. He's due. All righty. So, I'll, get, I'll go ahead and follow you. I'll go uh, – man, I'm going to have to go Baker because I don't – I mean, I can't go golf. And if there's a replacement, I, I mean, I don't have him available. Um, running back – uh, hopefully he starts. I'll go Chubb. Um, receiver, I'll go. Oh man, Peoples Jones. Uh, he's a Michigan guy. You know, I'm a Michigan State guy. I don't know why I'm picking him, but he's Baker's favorite now that OBJ is gone. And then at um, tight end, uh, man, I gotta go Hawk because. After not receiving targets or only one target, I think the Lions will go to him and try to get him the ball. So, um, Tito, Tito, who are you going with? I'm going with Baker, Chubb, Landry, and Hawkinson. Baker, Chubb, Landry, and Hawkinson. And I, the only reason I'm not going with people, just Jones, is because you picked them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's, that's I mean, yeah. Okay, that's going to make it a little, little different. Tito. Tell me, talk to me. Go green. <laughs> go, go blue. That's why you got people's own. <laughs> 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 All right, me. I got uh, Baker, Swift, Landry, Hawkinson. All right, so Baker, Swift, Landry, and Hawkinson. So Car Carlos and Chris have the same lineup. Hold on, hold on. We need to do some type of tiebreaker then. No, no, you don't have to do a tiebreaker. At the end of the season, we'll add up the points. I mean, it is. No, no, no. The next episode, the next episode, we're going to do rock, paper, scissors, and that'll give whoever wins that gets another point. Kicker. Let's go with the kicker. Whoever doesn't, you don't want to pick our know. Lions kicker. They picked up a guy from uh, the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. I forget his name. 
No, we'll just we'll keep it like this. Well, you guys, okay. can, you guys can score like that, and you know, just next week you guys won't have a, uh, the same team. You know, eventually you won't, and then the the points will differ. So you'll be all okay. right. Uh, so um, that's going to. Uh, we're going to take a picture of this. We're going to recap it. I'll do the calculations. We'll be back with a week eleven recap. When the Lions come back victorious, because I didn't give my uh, prediction, and then they're going to come back and they can keep running the ball, just like Ramondi Stevenson did on the Patriots. We're going to run it down the throat. We're going to run it down the throat because we can't throw it worth shit. So I'm taking the <laughs> Lions and a 17-14 to 14 win because we never scored more than 17 points. Submit. Submit. That's like. Yeah.